Welcome, it's a little extra Lambo podcast season three. This will be episode number one, and I am so excited for this new year. I am so excited for the new shows coming out, the new music coming out. How is everybody doing? I am here in the Palatial Podcast Studios, Spokane, Washington. And today's show, we have on two, two of them from TikTok. We've got the Kentucky Renegade Patriots, and we've got on Ninja Nikki, or her account now is the Mini Hama. She's been taken down a couple different times, and we don't know. We're, we're trying to keep up with all these names. Uh, Kentucky Renegade Patriot, you can find him on his podcast, the Renegade's Rant Podcast, which is on Spotify, Google Podcast, as well as Anchor. Go check him out. He's on starting his second season for the show. Great podcast, great information, great research for the information coming out. So go check him out. Uh, Miss Nikki, she puts out great content. She helps out other Patriots to get their new pages broadcasted out, to get their followers up. Um, We talked about a lot of things going on. We talked about uh, the, the, the house the speaker of the house stuff that's going on, trying to get a new speaker of the house. We talk about, we talk about the, the Ukraine. We talk about some conspiracies. We talk about Antarctica, but we also talked about some movies, which I had just heard on the radio, which is why kind of why we talked about it. You know, the top five comedies of all time. So you figure out what your top five are and send me a message through my TikTok, through my Facebook, through my email, extra Lambo at gmail.com through any of the shows anchor who you're listening to has a, a talk forum. You can send me a message that way. I want to know what your top five comedies of all time are. And I thought we were going to have a little age difference between the comedies. And we kind of did a little bit in the show, but I thought we were going to have a big age difference between the show or between the, the comedies and, and they were kind of close, but um, it was just something that the radio was talking about today and it had stuck with me. So I just threw it out there and, and we had talked about it. Um, having on two guests, um, we started out with Kentucky Renegade and then Nikki called in. So I did not get a chance to formally introduce, um, her onto the show, but you guys know who she is. And I will then have, I'll have Kentucky Renegade and, and Nikki's all of their latest TikTok names and accounts as well as their instagrams i will have them all on the feed so if you're looking for them just um click on there and they'll, it'll take you right to it um you can find all of my shows on my link tree renegades rant podcast is on my link tree and all of my social medias if you go to there um that's how you can find them as well so also also we just got picked up by our heart radio, which is huge. Another major platform. So now we're on 10, 10 big platforms, but Spotify, Google podcast, Apple podcast, Amazon music, which is Alexa. Has anybody tried that yet? Hey, Alexa, enable a little extra Lambo, um, as well as audible. When it comes to all that, we're on Pandora, uh, Deezer, we're on, we're on um, Stitcher, 
which is involved with Pandora, but as well as iTunes Radio. And that's huge. That is huge. That's a huge platform. So I'm very excited to be a part of there. I'm very honored to be in there. And um, I'm very excited for this year. Also, one thing that I'm excited about is um, is Two-Way Patriot Mama. You can find her on Twitter, TikTok, uh, I believe Facebook, Instagram, Two-Way Patriot Mama. She works with conservative, conservative Ant, and they work with um, human trafficking and finding children and um, all of that stuff when it when it curtails to the searching of. Well, she's with an organization called At Change Unchained. Um, that's how you can find them on TikTok, At Change Unchained, or else you can go to their website, www.changeunchained.com. And this is a veteran group that goes out and they hunt traffickers. They go out and they find these children. They, they put in the work. They have some funding. They can always use more. And we talk about this in the show. They, they, they need the push. They need the notoriety. They want to be able to make a difference. And if two-way Patriot mama puts her name on this group, she knows the owners. She's friends with them or not the owners, but the, the, organizers of this group she is friends with them and she believes in them and i'm going to do what i can with my podcast to help them out so you might see different links for merch when it comes to them you might see different fundraiser things when it comes to them i'm helping i'm going to help them promote change unchained because they are doing a great service they're rescuing kids they are going to deal they're they're going to track down child traffickers we have so many so many lives being lost because of child trafficking the devastation that families go through it's it's unreal the the numbers each year each month just go to the month that that missing children's turn just cold cases you just there there's no answers this group right here, along with Operation Underground Railroad, this this group right here at Chain Change Unchained is making a difference. They've already made differences. This year, we're going to do more. We're going to help promote them. We're going to help do what we can. If I put out a merch link, it's for them. It's not for me. It's for them. Everything goes to them. I, they don't even know I'm doing this shit. They don't even know that I'm that I even know about them. But I'm going to do, oh, no, I take that back. I did send them a message. I believe I got something back. So that that was a lie. I forgot about it. But change unchained. I'm going to do what I can to help them out. So if you see anything from me, I don't benefit from it at all. Everything goes to them. So if you have any questions, send me a message. I will do what I can to answer that question and get you the right information that you need. If you want to help them, if you want to support them, if you want to do anything when it comes to them, you can go to their website, changeunchained.com, or shoot me a message to a picture of mama, shoot her a message. One way or the other, we'll get you the information that you need to help make a difference, help grow this, this organization. They are doing good, and that is one of my goals for this year is to is to help a group like this do even more. So um, 2023, 
I've got uh, I've got some things going on. I've got some people who I know that you're going to really enjoy listening to. And I'm going to be on the Shipwreck Show at the end of the month. I know I've got that coming up for somebody else. Um, I've been on, been asked to come back onto the Renegades Rant podcast. And I know that I'm going to be on another podcast, but I'm not supposed to announce it yet. So I'm not supposed to announce that. So that'll be a little teaser. But I'm going to promote that like crazy when that happens. So you'll know all about it. But um, so, yeah, that's going to be the show coming up. I'm very excited. Again, today. Kentucky Renegade Patriot at Ninja Nikki or Ninja Nikki. She's the mini hammer now on TikTok. So you can find them there. Search them both up. Great guests. New music. So without further ado, here's a little extra Lambo podcast. On the air with me right now, I have the Kentucky Renegade Patriot from Kentucky. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. We're waiting on Nikki to call in. Uh, Ninja Nikki, or I don't know, what what is her name now on TikTok? Uh, shit, she goes by so many different things. <laughs> uh, I can't think. Definitely not Ninja Size or Ninja Tall. No, isn't it Mini dropping the mini hammer? Something like that, yeah. Dropping drop mini hammer. I don't know. I'll put it in the. I'll put it in the tag when we when we get to that point. But you yourself are on a new name, and your ghost of renegade, ghost of renegades past point four two. Where where are you at? I'm a ghost of renegades past forty, and then I got my backup account forty one because I guess TikTok has now figured out who I am. So. Daily, they are taking down videos or uh, putting me on a comment band or something. Now, your your name um, comes from the Renegades Rant podcast, which I happen to be a guest on. Uh, thank you for still having me on as your first guest. And how, how are you? How are you liking that podcast game? Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, you know, my goal for this new year is to bring better content, uh, get more guests on the show. But, I mean, I can always sit and talk politics, even if it's just myself, you know, even if I'm my own, audi- own audience. But, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I love it. It's definitely a different aspect, um, a different avenue to get your message out there. You know, TikTok, we have the videos that we do, we have the, you know, content that we, that we provide uh, through all of the platforms. I'm, I, I'm on Instagram as well as tit as Twitter, Facebook, and you're on uh TikTok as well as Instagram. And, and it's, it, the, the podcast game is just a different Avenue. And I think it reaches different people other than who we see normally on, on TikTok or the social medias, it's it's definitely a, a tool that we have to use our research for because we can't just walk out there and do a show, talk about whatever it is we talk about without having the proof behind it. And when I know when I do my podcast, I have pages and pages of notes or 
or screens open on the computer for research that I've done just to make sure that my that my points are backed up by by facts or facts that we know it is right absolutely you know it's funny whenever i do my podcast i sit there now that i have a laptop i got my laptop on one side my ipad on the other and my notes in front of me so i'm i'm staring at three different notebooks uh, one of them's almost full so that one really doesn't count but i run <laughs> i run three different notebooks and i'm always writing something down or else i'm using my phone to i'll text myself ideas for the show or else I'll something will come across boom screenshot so I've got to go through my screenshot folder or my video record folder on my phone and I've got to start deleting things because it gets too full and and my phone's like hey guy you're at 80 percent capacity on your shit you might want to start deleting some stuff (laughs) yeah my phone is ridiculously full I mean my photo and video files are just unreal I think I got about 3,000 different photos and video files. And it's, yeah, my phone's saying, hey, you need to start going through this and getting rid of some of it. I, I, uh, I have an external hard drive and that's just the, I know you, you, you're a prepper as well. Um, I back up everything onto the hard drive. So that way all my pictures and stuff are there. All of my documents and stuff are all on the external hard drive, but I'll just plug my phone in, you know, every month, month and a half and just take everything from my phone, put it on that external hard drive. And it kind of clears my, my my loggings that I have throughout those, those <laughs> couple months. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to do since I have a laptop now. And I'm just glad I, I got one. I was going to buy one for Christmas. And then my work has a major giveaway every July and every de- December. And I was drawn out of the bucket and I was like number 11. And they had two HP laptops. And I was like, I'm taking a laptop. Yep. <laughs> I can put that thing to good use. Absolutely. Now I got to go find me a mic and maybe get something kind of like you have with the uh, podcaster thing. Yeah, the the Rodecaster Pro is what I use. It's what a lot of people and, and and this is actually the good thing about COVID is COVID locked everybody down. We we know why they wanted us locked down, but it brought out the imagination from most people because you can only sit and watch so many shows on Netflix. You can only sit and play on your phone for so long. Your mind needs to do something. And a lot of people went to podcasting or they went to video design. There's so much with this, with this board that I have that you can, that you can do other than just podcasting with it's a, it's an amazing board. If you get this, you're going to love it. I, I guarantee I George Foreman guarantee it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um just see what my tax returns look like and i might be buying one so yeah get with me um get with me and i'll i'll definitely line you out with what i got i've got a boom arm i've got a couple boom arms i've got the road or i got the the sure mv7 mics um so there's a couple dollars here in, in my studio that that i've uh accrued over the past couple years so I'm just hoping I can continue to be around for a couple of years and the, and the show takes off. But yeah, as far as the podcast, I am, I'm happy to do it. It just, like you said, gives you another outlet and this way I'm not going to be censored and have my shit taken down every other day. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we had the, we had the thing with Joe Rogan 
his his shows were being uh, not pulled because I believe Spotify was backing him up, but he was getting huge pressure to pull some of his shows. So Spotify's compromise was to start putting COVID tags on the shows. If you talked about COVID at all through AI, if it if you talked about COVID at all, it put a little tag in the bottom saying, you know, for more con you know, COVID information, contact the CDC, blah, 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 blah. So I yeah. so I have a lot of shows that are like that, obviously, because of, of the nature of what you and I talk about. But that was one of the compromises. So we 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 are open to have a, a free dialogue, I guess, with what we want to talk about and, and where we want to go with our shows, but we haven't been censored yet like we do on social media. And I say yet because I, I have that feeling that that time is going to come. Oh, yeah. It's definitely coming down the pike. I mean, they're trying to do everything they can to stop people from talking about it, and especially after what happened on this Monday night game. Uh I think that's going to be leading even more down the road because a lot of the things have been going on with this and they, they just don't want people talking about it. I, since Monday night, I have been begging for a fight on, on, on Facebook because I've been posting, I haven't, I haven't been going out and being malicious with it, but I've been making it very clear that that is a vaccine injury that that player withstood. And I, I, for life of me, I can't think of his name. I've been trying to do it. It's number three for uh, the Bills. Darren Hamlin. Darren Hamlin, yes, there you go. And that's a vaccine injury right there. 95% plus of the NFL players were forced into taking that, that vaccine. 99% of hockey, 99% of the European soccer leagues. I believe the MSL... Uh, Major League Soccer here in the States as well, 99%. Everything from around the Europe, everything from around Israel. Um, I want to say Australia, but their information hasn't been very good coming out. Their vaccine deaths were all happening four months ago, five months ago. Then we're starting to see it now. Well, if you use that timeline, they their forced vaccinations we're four or five months before the forced vaccinations here in the United States. The timeline is exactly the same. So you cannot sit here and tell me that that what happened on Monday night, what happened to the Jacksonville Jaguars, what happened to many other athletes here already is not on the same timeline as what has happened to the rest of the world. Right. Well, the only thing it was for me that night, because I'm a huge Cincinnati Bengals fan, is working in the ER for five and a half years. You see something like this happen, and I questioned it. You know, I was like, yeah, could this be, you know, the jab? Or, and I've watched the replay on the hit several times, and everybody keeps saying it's a routine hit. It wasn't a routine hit if you actually watched it in full, you know, full speed. Because you actually see T. Higgins, when he's going down the field and he starts to cut up, he accelerates so hard, and it's hard to see, but Hamlin goes to make that tackle and actually 
Higgins does what he's supposed to do because that's what they're trained to do is to try and get those extra yards. So you just throw yourself into them and just drive them back. And you do kind of see Higgins' helmet hitting square in the chest. And then you see, you know, him pop back up and then he collapses. Well, to me, is it part of a aorta injury or spinal injury or uh, he was hit so hard in the chest it just knocked him out and then he hopped right back up? Or was it a, a mix of everything? Was it a mix of the hit, dislodging maybe a blood clot? I mean... There's so many things at the beginning, but now when you start seeing, they're not talking about this. They're not trying. Usually when an NFL player gets hurt, the next day you know exactly what it's from. All they came out and said is he had a heart, uh, cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Now, some of these hits that you can take in the chest with a helmet can cause you to knock your rhythm out of your heart and can cause that but they're not coming out and saying anything. And then you start to see, oh, well now the feds are posting up outside the hospital. So then you get the clear idea that, yeah, this is a vaccine, you know, related injury. Now the hit could have dislodged a a clot. So this is where we're at. The news media doesn't want to talk about this. They don't want it to get out. And if you look at every one of those NFL players that night, they all had that fucking shock look on their face that, oh, shit, we took the same fucking vaccine. So it's it's all pretty interesting. And I just brought out the medical side of it for the simple fact that maybe it might not be tied to it. But as you start to see how things are unfolding, the NFL is usually on top of these injuries. And they're not even discussing what caused the cardiac arrest. Well, once the FBI gets involved, as they were, that means you control the flow of information. So whatever goes on, whatever leaves that room, whatever the nurses are being told, whatever the doctor is putting out there, it is being controlled by the FBI. Absolutely. And, you know, that first night, you know, I was on Twitter and I was on other social media and I just kind of put it out there. It could be this, uh, Commodio, uh, Cordis, and that's where it's a blunt force impact to your chest can knock off your rhythm and your heart and can cause you either like to have a heart attack or to, uh, die fatally. Because when I worked in the ER, we had a kid that had the line drive hit a uh, high school kid line drive to the chest and it was on the left side of the chest and they had a performed CPR on him. They revived him, but it was a blunt force impact to his chest. Can knock, can knock you out, can knock you, can kill you instantly. Or we've also seen where someone has been in a car accident, not wearing a seatbelt, and bam, the impact of the steering wheel to the chest, you know, fatality. So I was just trying to point that out, and people were just like, oh, I thought you said you believed in the jab and all that. Yeah, I believe the jab is killing people, but I didn't know. I wanted to make sure I watched all the replays and just wait a little bit longer for the information to come out. Correct. Correct. So, so, and in in telling of what the information is now, that they're not talking about it, they still continue not to talk about it, and that the feds are there at the hospital. Only thing is to say, it's a vaccine injury. One other thing that surprised me as well was the 
ESPN. I don't know if it was the the halftime crew or the I, I don't know what what crew this was, but they were praying on live TV. Yeah, it was the uh, ESPN uh, show. Uh, one of the hosts on the show. Yeah, yeah, and I'm. Number one, I'm shocked that that was even allowed with how woke the NFL is, with how woke ESPN and Disney are, that they allowed that. Great on them, great on him for not caring. You know, if that was what he wanted to do and felt that that was right in that situation, by all means, do it. Uh, But we know through other interviews, through other, you know, avenues with mainstream media, as soon as any athlete, actor, person starts talking about our Lord and Savior and him helping out other people. Oh, we lost the feed. Oh, man, that was a bad connection. Oh, God darn it. There it goes. You know, you get that. And this this yes. thing played out in its entirety. I was surprised. Oh, I was very surprised because anytime you start to even mention God, they hurry up and shut it off. Which is Which is sad. Which is sad because you can have a player like Tim Tebow, and I, and I love Tim Tebow, that all he wants to do is have his touchdown celebration giving thanks to the Lord above. But that can't be allowed. But yet we can have all these other athletes kneeling for the flag, for you know doing whatever. We, we know what they did. But that's allowed. That's fine. But not praying after well, a touchdown. To put it into perspective, just think about that high school coach that was fired, that lost his job, for taking his team out and praying with him after a game. And that wasn't and here you have the entire That was started yeah. out. He would go out there, and it was just him alone, and then one or two players went, and then four or five, and then 12. And then they even had yeah. some points where the other team was out there praying. Yeah, and then you, you take a look at what happened Monday night, and all the players were in a circle praying. But this coach had to lose his job because he wanted to pray. That's, and then you have this woke uh, media that, you know, completely against him, but it's okay. You know, we'll just go ahead and let it happen this time. Yeah, there's there's definitely a, a catch-22 um, when it comes to the, when it comes to the media, when it comes, or not a catch 22, there's a, um, there's a, a two faced aspect of it that, you know, they'll tell you that it's, Oh, it's great that they do this, that each player should be individual and do their own thing. But then, Oh, there's Nikki right there. Miss Nikki. Hello? Are you there? I'm here. Hold on. Okay. Awesome. What's shit? We're we're already talking to we're already talking to the Renegade Patriot. So you're joining us on air right now. Awesome. I'm glad home from work. I thought it's eight thirty. Awesome. Late night. Awesome. All right. Yeah, I work. So we were just talking about the the player that got hit um, on on Monday night and kind of the the whole aspect around that what are your what are your thoughts on that situation sorry no my thoughts my thoughts are that it was a jab too many athletes are falling out and i think it's because like like for instance i know my brother passed and, it, and it, i think it was due to it because 
the like just looking at the heart activity and everything in his on his Apple Watch after he passed. His um he didn't even realize it, but his heart had been like super the beats per minute were so accelerated. He was at like 170 beats per minute. And you gotta think that's like somebody like on crack or something. So if you have a if you take that you put an athlete out there, who knows if they're doing any kind of enhancements or anything, you know? Um and they're constantly active, like that's beating up their their heart so bad. That's damaging them. Well we had we had I don't know six seven months ago the cdc had come out saying well these athletes are dying because they're they're running too fast they had an energy drink before they went out and played something just absolutely ridiculous that that was the reason that they were passing out and then eventually dying on the field yeah, I like that. yeah well the emmys also said that my brother died from cardiac sudden cardiac but However, rule they ruled his death as influenza. So, when when in the history has that ever happened? Somebody had a heart attack from influenza and died from that. That don't make sense. Not at all. When has any athlete ever ever dropped, and died, or or came so close to it from an energy drink? You guys, see yourself. How many people are out there on methamphetamine? They don't die from methamphetamine. Or how many well, players? How many players were playing under the influence of cocaine? I mean, we grew up in the in the eighties, the early nineties with Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden, you know, out there high on cocaine, but yet. Yeah, and another thing that uh, was never reported was uh, last week, J.J. Watt, they had to shock his heart back into rhythm. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, they didn't They didn't say anything about it until he came out and said something yesterday about it. And now it's all over the news that, oh, well, he was in practice and uh, started having heart issues and they had to uh, shock his heart back into rhythm. That is insane. And why is the NFL reporting this stuff? Well, because they're afraid of they're afraid of what's going to happen in this country is absolute panic because everybody fell for it, except for the people who have been questioning it from all all along. I don't know. I mean, you know how I say data. I think that they're, they're giving us so many breadcrumbs to go in the wrong direction. I feel like I feel like this is just another breadcrumb. I feel like this is gonna be something that shuts us down again and then there's no support. Oh, you can't you can't run. You know how like everything you're pumping into our food now is just making us batter and batter. You know what I mean? Like you gotta think about it. Pretty soon they're gonna they're gonna play other things and now you gotta eat this or you gotta drink that. You know? Well I know uh Renegade, you and I both we've reported on uh, or talked about the agenda, or I'm sorry, the event 2025, that that's that simulated next pandemic, right? And I don't think they're going to do it in 25. That's just the the date in which they had already scheduled it as, I would assume. They have to do this at the end of 23, 2023, or the beginning of 24. It has to happen before the real election comes, and then get us into lockdown. It's going to be the Hillary redo is what it's going to be because they, this country or these elites, this administration, never thought Donald Trump was going to win. 
They never thought, and that fucked up their plans. Had Hillary been in office when we had the pandemic come through, she would have just locked everything down, shut everything down, and then it would have been what it would have been. But Donald Trump was in. Yeah, I I believe it's going to happen. I think it'll happen by June. That's my feeling is I think that they will start, we will start seeing infections in June leading all the way up to the end of the year. And they'll want to go straight into lockdown mode. Do you think it'll be the Boston University? Yes. Because why else would they be doing it? Why else would you be reporting it? Like, hey guys, look what we did. We made a we made a mass killing of COVID. Eighty percent of you are going to die if this ever gets out. Like they were excited about it, and the and, and, think and, about the, it. and mainstream media is just slobbering all over it. Like, oh my god, this is what this is what Boston University did. It's such a great thing. No, it's not. Just, just think about it, though. Doctor Fauci retired. He's retired now. What do you think that gives him time to do? Hide. He's going to hide, but he is also going to be doing gain of function with well, whoever he possibly can, with Gates, with Klaus Schwab, so they can usher in this new central banking digital currency system on top of locking everybody down with this new virus that's going to come out that's going to start killing people. Yeah, when this when this next one comes out, we will. Well, we're going to be. I, I don't know how the how the climate lockdown is going to work. That that rumbling has been out a couple different times now. This climate lockdown, we have to do this because of the 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 climate is getting out of control. So we need to lock everybody down. And then you've got the next pandemic coming. So that'll be its own lockdown. It's the second lockdown. I don't know how they're going to fit both of those in there together or if it's going to come together as one complete lockdown for, for climate change as well as, or, or for climate as well as uh, the, the new newest COVID variant. Well, I mean, basically they can say anything they want to in the media and all these idiots are just going to fall for it and continue to fall for it. Yep. And they've got it down. They've done all the. They've done all of the the footwork in the streets to justify all of their reasonings to get the sheep to follow along because mainstream media said it. Our government said it. This is what we have to do, and they're just following along, waiting for their next booster, waiting for their next order. And they've already set the groundwork that we've already got a following. We're going to get half of this country to do what we want them to do. It will be easy I, for them. I think I'm confused because it's like, think of all the hysteria that was around COVID, right? And the hysteria that, why were they, you know, the questions, like, why were they even making this out in China? What was going on? Why? You know, and then everybody's freaking out and, you know, causing such an uproar and doing all the terrible things that they did. But there's no outside. There's no, there's no, nobody's mad at Boston doing that. There's That's no crazy. outcry for what they're doing in Shanghai, for what they're doing in Hong Kong, for what they're, what China is doing to their people. 
There is no outcry. We've got motherfuckers flying Ukrainian flags who don't know where Ukraine even is here in the States, but yet legitimate held hostage citizens over in China and people don't even know that it's happening. And that's just the way the media and their coverage of everything, because you don't see anything in American media about what's going on in China. All you know is that they have an outbreak over there and Biden is now, you know, limiting the travel and uh, also requiring that there's going to be a negative uh, COVID test. And that's all you hear about it in the U.S. media. And they're already stocking, the U.S. is already stocking up on, on the next round of tests. I wouldn't trust those things as far as I could throw them. Oh, it's got it in it. It's got a fucking carcinogen in it that's going to give you cancer. It's already been shown. There's a nurse back at the very beginning when they were bringing out the rabbit test saying, don't use these because it has a carcinogen on it that is cancer-causing. And that's where you're seeing a lot of cancers come from. Well, this, this COVID has... People who were in remission ended up getting ended up getting the cancer back again because of this, because of the oh test, God. because of, <laughs> of you know, the, the vaccine. That's what's blowing it up. Or, or else the cancer has been specifically in one spot. They go in for their next round of booster, and now their cancer is all over the place. That's what people yeah, they have- need to see and are not being told. Yeah, and that's what Dr. Zelenko said uh, about a couple months ago is the people that are getting the cancer, they're getting stage four cancer right off the bat. It's not just stage one or stage two. Now you're getting just stage four and then you're dead. And that's where we are with the jab. That's where you are with getting these rapid tests. You know, everything that they're putting in our food, I mean, it's all all planned. It's all by design. Yeah. Has anybody like, I'm wondering, I, I haven't seen nothing really on it, but <clears throat> has anybody like thought to maybe, you know how they set up booths and stuff outside capitals and stuff? Has anybody thought to maybe set up booths and just like, to, like produce all this information for people? You can do it to you're blue in the face and people are just not going to listen to it. They're just going to call you a conspiracy theorist. The main reason why is because you don't have anybody behind you that will back you up. These doctors are being silenced or else they'll lose their practices. They can't even prescribe ivermectin or else they will be blackballed and lose their practice. So you're not going to get a doctor who is able to work, who doesn't believe in the vaccine to speak out against it. And because we've already seen what happens when you have actual doctors and and the Twitter dump showed this, the Twitter files showed this, that doctors who tried speaking out were shut down and silenced. You will either, you will either comply and do what we tell you to say or say what we tell you to say, or you will lose everything. And that's what these Twitter files have been showing that there are thousands of doctors who tried speaking out but in that situation that you bring up, Nikki, that you don't have any backing behind you that people are going to stand up and say, no, Nikki's right. Look at these facts. Yeah. It's just like, uh, I think it was Clint that posted a video today about 
people didn't realize that hospitals were getting a $48,000 kickback for every COVID death. That's why they're yeah, like people keep people COVID deaths. You could have a damn motorcycle accident and die, and they were they were saying that you're a COVID death. Yeah, I remember. And you know, it's crazy because I would go, I, I went to the emergency room so many times during COVID, and and all over the news it was like, oh my god, they have you know like wagons outside because they don't have enough room for like people that are dying because they're just dying so fast. But I was there so many times, and it was nothing like that. And they would be like, "Oh, we're so we're so um we're so full," but then you'd get to the back, and like every room was open, and there was nobody in the waiting area. They'd still make you wait like a day to get in there, but wow. you wouldn't see nobody coming out, and you wouldn't, you know what I mean? Nobody's really going in. My best friend, he's a there, he's an ER nurse, and they would have they would be full, you know, but you still had your motorcycle accidents you still had all of that stuff that a normal er would have what you didn't have though what he was saying was you didn't have somebody coming in for the sniffles or somebody who you know my my throat's scratchy i need looked at those people stayed away from the hospitals but where they weren't overcrowded like they like every once in a while they'd have people in the beds outside of rooms because all of their rooms would be full but it wasn't this constant night after night after night shift after shift after shift of full rooms people in hospital or in the beds sitting outside in the hallways it was not like that and he was a travel nurse so he could see a whole lot of different hospitals and that was just not true that was false that was that was bad information. TikTok should have censored them. Yeah, I mean, you could just look throughout the entire pandemic. I mean, they were all these TikTok videos that came out of all the nurses and doctors and staff dancing and doing, you know, singing and all that shit. It's, I mean, I was working in during the pandemic in the hospital, and the local hospitals here were not overwhelmed at all. That was all one big lie. We all talked to one another. Um, There's a lot of discussion about what was really going on. And we all kind of came to the same conclusion. It was a bunch of shit. <laughs> they just fucking lied. This isn't the first time that the media has done this. You got to think about it. Even with like the, um, the, uh, the transgenders, you know, in the mental health crisis that they go through. You know, um, they have doctors now that are shunned, canceled, fired. If you speak out against that and, and if you speak out and say that it's a mental health issue in this country, um, yeah, it's, you can't do that. You can't do it. Everybody, even at, in work, in, in work environments, they're scared. They're scared to say the wrong pronoun. They're scared to admit that there's only two genders. You know, they're scared to say, like, no, women can only have these, you know. Men can't have babies. So they've, they've, they've done that. They've worked it around to make it to where you can get fired, you know? That's, that's some scary shit right there. I, I, have, I have correlated all of that, and I have preached about it on my podcast for several years, that that is because the, the men in this country are weak. The men in this country are not going to stand up for their family, for their friends, <laughs> for the agendas that are being pushed, they're just going to stand there and take it. Mm-hmm. That's going to go along with something else that we're going to discuss tonight. So that's just one more thing added to that. But yeah. So one thing now that you're on, on Nikki, we were, we were trying to figure out what, what is your TikTok name now? 
You're you're something completely different. That's the only way that I was able to keep my account uh, longer than, than like six hours. <laughs> so they they caught on to your name as well. And my in my picture. And and, and my bio. Okay. I can't use just Lambo anymore. They've banned it. That's why I go by Ghost of Renegades Pass, and I don't put my picture on there, and I haven't really shown my face other than I made the mistake of doing a live the other day, and then that's why yeah. I have, like, five videos and, like, an hour taken down. Man, yep. <laughs> I knew it when you – I knew it, too, when you went down. I knew it. So, so you, Rob go, didn't help. you go by what now, Nikki? The Mini Hammer. The Mini Hammer. That's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta support, you know, Paul's lover. So <laughs> now you, but what I have, I was listening to the radio today, and I and I have this written down as the as the first thing I wanted to bring up. You're a lot younger than than Renegade and I are, so your answer to this might be a little bit different than ours. But I have written down um, what are the the top five comic movies that you would put in the list. If you, if you were sitting there, you're at home and somebody says the top five all time comic movies, what would your, what would your top five be? Holy smoke. Do you think comic or comedy? Comedies. Um, I thought we were going to go on comics. I was going to go all, I was going to nerd out right now. But comedies, okay, my first one, I'm not going to lie, it's got, it has to be like 40-year-old version, okay? What were yours? <laughs> the 40-year-old version never lets me down, okay? I die. I die. That would be so like, that one, like I got Caddyshack on my list. Oh, yeah. What was that? Oh, yeah, so you're, are you all time, though, okay? So... I, I don't know. I still I stick by forty year old version. Um, what was that other one? Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Renegade. What about you? What are your What are your top five? I bet you and I are well, going to be pretty close. We'll be pretty close. But see, I did a I did I split it for for Nikki since she's the young the young one of the bunch. So, like, well, how old are you? I am thirty-seven. Uh, you're uh, close. I, I'm I'm going to be close. forty-three here in a couple months. I'm forty-six, so I'll be thirty-eight. So, like for me, like I split it up from like the newer comedies to the older comedies. Like the newer ones would be like Hall Pass, Get Hard, The Hangover, Step Brothers. The older ones would be like Blazing Saddles, Animal House, uh, Caddyshack, History of the World, and uh, Stir Crazy. See, I've got I got Step Brothers and Hangover. I think those are just two movies that should be in everybody's DVD file. Well, now now that just aged me right there, but people don't watch <laughs> DVDs anymore. But I've got them all still in my rack. And then, and then Caddyshack, I am a Mr. Deeds fan. I love Adam Sandler. So Mr. Deeds is on, is on my list. And then, you know, you could go back to Animal House. You could go back to, um, Cannonball Run. 
or Smokey oh, yeah. the Bandit. I think those are those are. I don't think they're they're typical comedies, but they're they are funny movies. My cousin Vinny. Gonna add super bad. Yeah, I also have like a National Lampoon's Vacation or History of the World. I love Mel Brooks. And then one that I was never a Woody Allen fan, but I enjoyed the movie he made called Everything You Want to Know About Sex, But You Were Afraid to Ask. That was one of the most hilarious fucking movies I've seen in a long time. What is that? It's basically like a skit movie. It's a bunch of different skits in it, and they have all the famous people like Burt Reynolds and uh, Woody Allen's in it, and just a bunch of main actors from that era are in it and just different skits about sex. And it's funny as hell. Like Gene Wilder's in a skit where he's a uh, therapist and falls in love with a sheep. And that's fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Gene Wilder's pretty funny. Oh, I love Gene Wilder. Nikki, anything else on there you want to add? Magic Mike. No, 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 get out of here. That's a thirst trap, thirst trapper. It's still, I get giggly. That's me, it counts, right? The win is a win. There, there, he's making another one, um, Channing Tatum, like The Last Dance or something. I saw a preview on it, but I can't remember what it was called. He gets, he gets married or he gets hooked up with somebody or he wants to be married to this girl and he needs, he needs to do one more dance or she opens up a club or something and he has to do one more dance. I don't know the whole plot behind it, but they're, they're coming out with a one last one. It was one too many. One too many. If you ask me, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, uh, petroleum jelly and, and, (laughs) <laughs> baby lotion hey what about Cheech and Chong what about those oh yeah those classic I yeah, never, I never really got classic. into those no you gotta watch Born at East LA so, yeah. see I grew up in the middle of Montana I grew up oh, with no. a with a antenna on top of the house one of the four poke four pronged ones that shoot out into the galaxies and oh, okay. if a storm, we could get three channels. And if a storm <laughs> was over Great Falls, Montana, we could get four. So my <laughs> uncle, my uncle would had HBO, and we thought that was like the shit, right? He, he, my uncle's got HBO, so he would record on VHS tapes, record movies for us, and then we'd be able to watch them. So I watched like Over the Top, Armed and Dangerous. Um, you know, movies, movies like that. I, I, we might even still have, have those, those movies or my mom does, but that's how we grew up watching movies. We never went to the theaters cause we lived out in the middle of the country trying to get into town. It was to go to the Kmart Arctic circle or, you know, something like that to go grocery shopping. But we never went to, I don't remember ever going to any movies growing up. Probably didn't have too many movie theaters near where you live, right? There's probably only like five in the whole state of Montana. <laughs> we had a drive. We had a drive-through that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, 
I've been up to Billings. I love Billings, Montana. Do you know what a drive what a drive in movie is, Nikki? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you didn't say she's anything. Right. You didn't say anything. So I was, she's like, man, she's on Google right now. What's a drive-in movie? <laughs> here, let me look it up real quick. I, I think I've been to one drive-in movie theater. It was out here in Arizona. So I guess it's a good area to have one. It don't rain, you know, but it is closed down now. <laughs> we had a bunch of them that were up here in the Northwest that blew down. Like they were still active, and I believe they actually have one that they rebuilt in. I believe it's Colville, uh, Washington, that they still they still do these drive-in movies there. But they had to rebuild that screen because it it blew over. Uh, we still got two around here where I live. I think we got some out here too. They're kind of fun to take the kids to. Like during COVID, they weren't yeah. allowing anybody inside uh, up here, well, in Idaho, and so they would they the movie theater actually has a has a white wall outside, so they were having people in their cars outside to watch the movies, and then they just plumb yeah. it into the speaker, right? So we would get outside, get in the back of the truck. We brought some folding chairs, brought the cooler. I brought my big boom box. And that's how we watched the movies outside. It was kids loved it. It was a good time. Right. Yeah. And out here, they were letting you like rent the movie theater, <clears throat> watch movies for with, like, like parties and stuff. Yeah. Wow. That's a good idea. Anything to stay alive. I mean, these small businesses in, in Washington state alone, they had 2,400 small businesses around the state go out of business because of these, these unneeded, unnecessary mandates that they had put on these businesses. Insane. And then we already know here that there's a, there are a lot of businesses that they, if they get forced to do the same thing again, they're just not going to comply. We're going to stay open. Yeah. We do not care what you have to say because, number one, they can't afford to start over again. A lot of people burn through their savings, which was the plan, burn through their savings, pull out that extra loan from their home, get all of the money that they could just to stay afloat, barely hang on to go orders for these restaurants, and they've wasted everything they, they've, they've done everything they could just to stay afloat at minimal minimal cost there's no way that these small businesses can go through it again yeah i mean that's just going to be everywhere around the country i mean so many people have went and burned through all their money personally to to keep their restaurants or their salons or whatever open and you know, people are still end up, a lot of people are still end up having to file bankruptcy and close their business. That's so sad. Well, they had the they had the loans. The government was giving the loans, you know, giving out the the stim, stimulus money to help with that. And there's crooked people out there who just used it to buy boats and cars and new jewelry and all that stuff instead of giving it to their employees, using it for what it was intended for, and that. I don't know if our government's going to do that again. Right. Well, how are they going to afford it? They give Ukraine all the money. We'll just have to go to Ukraine. 
We don't have money anymore. We don't have money anymore. We're thirty-six trillion dollars in debt. We don't have. Let let me give you an even broader scope of that. Now they say the national debt is thirty-six trillion. They're not adding in all the unfunded liabilities and all that bullshit. When they add all that in, it's almost three hundred trillion dollars. Goodness. Yeah. So that'll give you a kind of eye opener that the next eight to nine generations of people will still never get that paid off. I just want to know, like, why is it? I can't even get like a loan. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get it on the uh, Ukraine plan, please? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm, I declare myself as Ukrainian. I identify as yeah. a Ukrainian. I just need a check. You know, I can't think of the guy. I can't think of the guy on TikTok. I think it's Irish Cream. I think he's the one that has all the different T-shirts, and he does the you know takes his hand underneath and displays it. I got one of his shirts. He says that he's going to claim Zelensky on his taxes this year. I got his shirt that said, uh, "I don't co-parent with the CDC." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "I got to have it. I have to. There's no way I can go without having that shirt." Yeah, that's a pretty awesome uh, TikTok that they have there. Mm-hmm. Well, we heard uh, but, uh, we heard Matt Gates today. You know, we got the new Republican leadership in the House. We've got, you know, trying to figure out who the next Speaker of the House is going to be. But you've got, and then you got Matt Gates promoting Jim Jordan, who I, I love Jim Jordan. But when it comes to sending money to Ukraine, all of that's just being done. It's just... Hey, I promise you, I'm going to give you $46 billion or million dollars, whatever it is. And we're just going to write a check and, and you guys can have this money. There's no oversight on it. There's no, there's no, um, reviews on it. There's no voting on it. There's no, uh, oversight when it comes to who's actually getting the money when it gets to Ukraine. What are they doing with the money over in Ukraine? There is no accountability once it leaves the United States. They can only account for thirty percent of the money that we've even given them already. So, but yet yeah. we're going to keep sending them millions and billions of dollars just because they need it. Yeah, just a couple of weeks ago, that Zelensky's wife went to France begging them for money, and then she got caught with her hand in the cookie jar when they found out that she went on a forty thousand euro shopping spree while in Paris. Mm-mm. Tough times. So that just tells, it tells you how much balls they have to go beg for this money, and then they turn around, they're buying brand new mansions, and brand new yachts, brand new vehicles, and sharing the wealth amongst the top elite in the Ukraine. I can't. This is how, how did they get away with it? I don't. I don't understand. Did you see the this video never that the it. soldiers made? This is never like. They were out freezing in the, I don't know, whatever shelter that this was. These soldiers were um, out in, in, in the freezing cold next to one fire trying to keep themselves warm. And the video was like, fuck Zelensky, we're going to come after you. We're going to find you because they're not getting any of these benefits. They're, not, they're out there freezing their butts off for some war that they think that they're in. And yet these guys can travel all over the top 1% of the country is the one getting all of the money and the funding. There aren't grandmas out there with guns trying to fight a war. Like we were told 
they they're pissed that these soldiers of theirs they're pissed and they're going to start turning on their own country and i hope they do and i hope they they hunt him down and they put a bullet in his head that's what we need to be doing here people don't understand the more we continue to allow these people to get away with it mm-hmm. we will have nothing so we have to save ourselves everybody keeps talking about trump is going to save us or DeSantis. Is, they are not going to save us. The people who are in office and our new Republican leadership are not going to save us. They're proving that right now with the speaker vote. They don't care about Americans. They care about their corporate donors who bought them out and the other masters that have a plan to try and depopulate the, the planet. They don't care about us. So until we decide to say, hey, fuck it, we're going to do what the founding fathers put in the Declaration of Independence to abolish this government and start anew based on the principles that the founders set forth. Until then, we're not going to be able to do anything. And we need a lot more than just us. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was disturbed when I saw that, you know, Trump had put out that message and uh, it just take the win pretty much, you know, with McCarthy. You know, no, yeah, well, no, don't you want to drain the swamp? Like, that's what's fucking nice. Like, hello, you want to drain the swamp, but that you're going to put one of the most established people in that swamp as the head speaker, the one that's went against you to begin with. And it surprised me that Trump endorsed McCarthy because of that. McCarthy is not a Trump fan, McCarthy is not. It has spoken out against uh, President Trump being reelected in 24. He spoke out against January 6th that Trump was the one behind it, which we know is not true now. We always knew that, but now we know for sure. Now he's endorsing McCarthy. I'm like, what What game is he trying to play here? What? What? What is the play? What's the angle? He's trying to form an alliance. He's either trying to form an alliance or he's probably trying to take all the uh... – everything being thrown out there against him. So maybe I guess he's trying to get DeSantis to be voted in as president. I don't know. It just, this whole whole left, right, this whole left, right paradigm of these political parties needs to come to an end. People just need to stop buying into this bullshit. And I don't know, just like Rob Yates would say, you know, we all need to act accordingly and be ungovernable. To stop stop participating in this pissing contest between two parties who don't give a fuck about the people. Yeah. That's, you know what? So when all that happened and all those issues arose from that whole conversation that was had on that one, I was like sitting back like, like he, he's got a point. You know? Anytime that we elect these people or we, we sign our names over to these people, we're consenting to them doing whatever the fuck they do. We're consenting to it. So if we vote, we do that. But then I also look at it. Why are we voting? It's not, no, everybody takes time out of their day, their work day or whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? To go and vote. You got people like my parents who are like 70 years older or, or older, you know, going out there and voting because they want, they think their their vote counts. And it doesn't. It, it's a rig. It's a political machine. So why? It needs, we just, I feel like we just need to do it the way our our forefathers had put it out there for us. 
we Car- need to get Carrie Lake in Arizona proved all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's and they're doing it boldly right in front of our face because they know we are not going to do anything. So the day we decide we're just sick and tired of it and we want to do something about it. And I'm not saying go out and, you know, overthrow the government by force, but we can actually change things without having to do that if people would actually listen and go through with it. Mm-hmm. And it would be one, everyone just go pull all your money that you do have out of the bank. Two, don't show up for work. Collapse the system. Mm-hmm. The only way they're going to make money, and the only way there's going to be money, and the only way to make the country work is if we just all just say, fuck you, we're not going to work. And we're taking mm-hmm. our money, what we can get out of the banks before you shut them down. Well, a real conversation has to be had in this country as well. A real conversation has to be how do we take, how do we, without using force, and I'm going to make that very clear without using force, how do we take our government mm-hmm. back? How do we get them to, to fear the people again? Because right now they don't care. And then I, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about connecting the dots. In, in 2016, President Trump was elected president. And I, I believe that they thought Hillary was going to just walk all over and win by, you know, 95%. It would have been a landslide. The agenda would have just continued on from the Bush to Obama to Hillary Clinton and then her eight years. So right now would, yeah. would still be like Hillary's sixth year. President Trump was a speed bump in that. And then they went, oh, shit, we've got a push of uh, Agenda 21 2021 to agenda 2030 because now we needed just a little bit more time i'm sorry let me let me restate let me restate that they had agenda 21 it was not ready yet because of some other things that had happened so they moved it to 2030 but then president trump got elected and he started messing up a lot of their plans so they went oh shit we need to start pushing this forward and they don't care who knows they don't care that's why we're they're doing things right in front of our faces cuz they do not care that we know that they know they don't care this agenda needs to continue so that way agenda 2030 now becomes agenda 25 agenda 26 whatever and then you've got event 2025 which is going to kick this all this whole thing off they had to come up with another plan because Omicron did not work like they thought thought it was going to, and then Trump was elected president, stifling their plans. Yeah. So they will have another I variant think. come out. They Sorry. will have another event happen, another pandemic happen, and then it's going to kickstart twenty event uh, agenda twenty thirty in whatever year that it's going to happen because now they're they're behind the eight ball. They have to play catch up. They do not care what they're doing right on right in front of us. And I think part of that is going to be, I think you'll see the pandemic and then you're going to see the financial collapse of every monetization around the world because they want that central banking digital currency. And, and I, I completely agree with you on that. But the first thing they have to do is they have to get AI running first. It's the only way they're going to be able to police all of us. 
right? If we go back, like we were talking about movies earlier, the one movie that sticks out is, is it I Am Legend? Is that the one with Will Smith with the AI robots or is that AI? I can't remember what that movie is. iRobot. There you go. I rem- and and why that sticks out is because they had warehouses full of all of these, and then one of them built a conscience, well, or not a conscience, but it you know whatever whatever the storyline was, that is going to happen a lot because we already know that whatever the supercomputer in Utah was, and this was I watched it I watched this video last week like last Tuesday or Wednesday, and it was with John. Uh, uh, Peterson. Um, oh, damn it. What's his name? Jo- uh, Jordan Peterson? Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. He was talking about this, this supercomputer with AI that he put in this biblical model. He wanted a report written um, about, about you know, two complete different time frames about some other model and it printed it out in 30 seconds it this this computer is already ready to go it's already plugged in it thinks like humans all they have to do is create these ai robots these ai you know human-like things beings and then they can start policing all of us because they know we're gonna fight back they know that we can't our our police force our armies they're not going to fight on on you know against us they're going to join us they have to have something in place our country will roll over the un our country is going to roll over whatever other country comes in if if they have to come in for backup but the only way to fight against the people is to have these ai robots and i believe that that has to be in place first before they can start pushing through that digital currency before they can start pushing through the other things, because at some point we're going to fight back. It will be with weapons. It will be bloodshed. Well, did you ever see the, uh, first robot citizen in, uh, Saudi Arabia? I think I did. I want to say yes, but it is very vague. Her name was Sophia. And uh, she was declared the first citizen of Saudi Arabia. I think that they have a lot of these already out. But I also think, too, that a lot of the people that have come through our southern border are here for that assistance to try and overthrow us. I believe people. that as well. You've been listening to my Hi. podcast. Oh, <laughs> I've been, I do a lot of research, too. But, yeah, it comes from your podcast as well. But... Yeah, uh, I just honestly think, you know, you've seen so many people coming through that border that are between the ages of 18 to 34. Those are military age males. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're not, didn't train in Mexico before they came in and they just went to the assigned areas that they were supposed to go to. When they decide it's time to go, you know, they'll be here. Well, we already know that these other countries were down in Latin America doing training. So I, yeah. I, that's where they've already been. They've already been through the training, getting their assignments. Now they're crossing the border, getting to wherever they're supposed to go. And I don't fucking buy the DeSantis and, and the, the Texas governor are shipping them up 
you know, to wherever just j- just because, you know, Martha's Vineyard up there. They're moving them up there for a purpose. And I believe it is Absolutely. to just like you had just said, they're they're shipping them all over the country into their pods <laughs> and they're just laying in wait. Yep. And that's exactly what the what the plan is going to be. I honestly feel like Yes, the UN's going to be part of this, but I think we're also going to see other aspects of it too. We're going to see all these other so-called illegal immigrants are going to turn out to be military and they are going to come in and they're going to take over some of these larger cities. I agree. Well, they're coming in from borders and and they're they're coming in from everywhere. They're not Mexican. No, no. No, they're not. There's every sort of fucking person coming through every that This is that New World Order shit right here. Well, and you're uh, seeing that down in Arizona. You know what's crossing that border. You see it on the We're streets every day. Millions of people a day. Yeah. And they move those containers. Wow. The containers? What's that? The- yeah. They put containers over there to block oh, off oh, the border. The that open. Yeah. <laughs> so Doug Ducey, that was his big last fuck you. Katie Hobbs came in today to sign off on getting all of it out of there. Yeah, they moved it out already. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that that Katie Hobbs needed to be placed into that position. Because Carrie Lake would have mm-hmm. doubled down, tripled down on that border. She would have. She, she would have stopped all of that shit coming across. Yeah, she was going to well, force Biden's hand and call it a um. <clears throat> what was it called? She her plan was to call it like a national emergency, like a threat on um, like pretty much like a, a an attack on us. Yeah, she was like going to force emergency. Biden's hand, and she 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 out she was outspoken about it. She said it, so that's exactly why. They had to put Katie Hobbs in there because they got to keep that border open for some reason. Well, I'll give you some perspective on that too, because think about Texas, Arizona, and California. Why would you want to turn those states into democratic states? Why are you seeing the democratic nods get the governorships down there? It's because they want them to get the border completely wide open from Texas all the way to California. That way they can just funnel everything through here. And if you have never seen anything about the FEMA uh, sections that they've sectioned the uh, country off, there's also on that FEMA board is the governor, uh, 13 governors, the council of governors. So when anything major happens in this country, it goes to FEMA, and then FEMA has that council of governors, and it's those 13 governors. Well, three of those governors are on those borders down there. Mm-hmm. That whole FEMA, <laughs> that whole FEMA dynamic is, is mind boggling for people who don't understand how FEMA works. FEMA right now is under the control of Homeland security. Homeland security is the one that tells them where to go. You need to set up this and set up that under a declared um, declaration <laughs> of emergency state of emergency fema takes control over everybody it's a weird flip-flop mm-hmm. of how they're designed and what their purpose is 
all of the corruption that was going on with FEMA, they had one of their lead guys was was out here yelling and screaming, saying, this is what's going on. This is turning corrupt. We don't need to be doing some of these certain things. And then he was whacked. He had died. Mm-hmm. He had died uh, in that. Um, it was a hiking trip or something. He was up on some some bluff, and his body was found in the river somewhere. Just happened to have fallen <laughs> off the cliffs, I guess. Yep, and that's what they're going to do to the whistleblowers. They're going to blow the whistle on it, and that's what the problem is with all these overreaching federal tyr- tyrannical branches. I mean, they we need to get rid of. Them. And, you know, I was thinking about what you said earlier, and it goes hand in hand with this. So, when you're in prison and there's a riot, right? If there's refusal to lock down, if the whole unit comes together and they refuse, the whole the whole prison, the whole unit, whatever, they, they refuse to lock down and they just keep going. Not Maybe not rioting, but they just refuse to lock down. The warden on the yard loses their position and gets demoted. Why? Because if you can't control your unit, you you can't have that position. So that kind of goes hand in hand with how we can, as we the people, handle that. You know what I mean? Because if we completely just disobey to do anything that they want, and if we can all just fucking come together for one cause, it could work. That's That's the problem, though. You've got this, the silent or the, the loud left, and, and it's mostly the left, it's mostly Democrats who were out here speaking out against masks. They don't fucking work. The vaccine doesn't work. It still transmits, it still allows you to catch it. It's a vaccine, it's not supposed to do that. We're out here yelling and screaming this stuff, the truths about COVID 19. And yet you've got these people, you're, you're, you're a, full of disinformation, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're this, 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 this. You get shouted down by the loud the loud uh, minority of the left. Now you've got this 10 other people who see, you know, they're, let's just, I'll just put me there. They're yelled, they're, all these people, they're yelling at me, calling me all these names. Well, you've got 10 other people standing here going, I don't, I don't want that to happen to me. I'm just going to stay silent. We have to get those 10 people to come stand beside me and say, now yell at me. For that plan to work, for that plan of, of the lockdown and the, and the warden being fired, we need those 10 people that we all know beside all of us. And once we can start turning but, them to get onto our side. That say that again. Nobody can be, nobody's going to have, not, nobody's going to be able to afford be pussies in that situation by no means when it, if it happens when it happens they gotta fucking stand their ground no matter if you get tear gas just don't be violent but no matter get tear gas get fucking hit do what you gotta do you know what I mean because there's no negotiation we, we we need to we need to change a real one so we can't give up no matter what we it's play defense we have to play defensive before mm-hmm. we can become offensive and, and what that's why right hey. we're trying to make our men fucking women now. Yeah. And that was all a strategy upon upon China. China went out and bought up all of Hollywood and all of the music industry and everything that has to do with American culture. They learned about it and that was their plan was to 
emasculate and take down the American male because we were, we were, you know, alpha males were dominant over here. Now, Russia and China have all the masculine men because Mm -hmm. they slowly started pushing out their little weenie boys that they had over there and they're making them men now. Look at their education. Look at their education system. God. They've dumbed our kids down over here. It's insane. And it's all part of the psychological warfare. Yep. They also teach self-defense. They teach tactics. They teach um, the philosophy of war. They teach that to their students over there. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it just goes to show where we are with our military. I mean, the Rasp- I think it was Rasmussen report or uh, poll that they did was that the American military is at its weakest point that it's ever been in its history. Well, you can thank China for that, you know, and then Millie and uh, Lloyd Austin, what are they doing? They are just bowing to the woke left and allowing that stuff to happen, to have men dress up like women in our boot camps and teach them (laughs) all about uh, equity and being, uh, you know, sensitive to other people's feelings about their genders. That doesn't belong in the military. You can no longer say sir or ma'am. They're, no. they're eliminating those. And then we've got this guy. I don't know who the, who, the, who the guy is, but he was saying, our military is not woke. I, I'm offended that anybody would ever say that. Well, what the fuck else would what? you call it? Right? You're the epitome of it now. It's sad. I mean, I could just imagine them driving down in the middle of a war with a big, huge dildo cannon. I mean, that's about the only thing to use. Now, I have heard that, you know, from other other lieutenants and other generals that they have come out saying that even though we have the changes that we have, basically, you still don't want to fuck with us. I, as an American, Mm -hmm. I still want to, I still want to be proud of my country, of my military going, look, you still don't want to fuck around with us. We've got some crazy shit going on right now, but when time comes, we're going to get our shit together. And if you try to attack us, we're going to take you on because we are that badass. But how Mm -hmm. much has this wokeness spread through our military? What are, what are we actually dealing with? And there are, our mainstream media is not going to tell us our, our military leaders aren't going to tell us this. Mm-hmm. We got to think that when they mandated those the, 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 the jabs on the military, think of how the military looked at it then. And they were like, damn, our fucking government for us, right? And now, think about it like everything else that has happened, even like when they went over to, when uh, Joe pulled out the troops, when with the way he disrespected those, those, those people who came back and coughing, you know, like looking at his watch, are you serious? Then you got um, the homegirl that just came back instead of that 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 Wayland. The administration are using these people as pawns. They don't care about the military, and I really hope that the military just fuck up and sees it. And I'm not talking about woke higher up administration within the military. I'm talking about our fucking soldiers, the ones that matter to us the fucking most. I really hope that they open up their eyes. That's all it takes for unity for us. It's going to take 
all of us Americans to come together because us Americans, the ones that, you know, that, that, um, that carry too, you know, plus the military, unstoppable. I believe, I believe that our military has being decon has been deconstructed from the very beginning of Mm -hmm. COVID because one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to stay in line and get your vaccine because that's was that was the mandate. If you want to be be still in our military, you have to be vaccinated, even though it's not proven. But you still have to be vaccinated, or else you left. So you weaken our military because now you've got these people being forced out, or else you take the jabby jab. They're not going to report on unexplained deaths because it's just a, well, it was a tragic accident that we had in the field. You're never going to hear about that report. So now we're going to have soldiers start dying who might be very vital to whatever mission or whatever they're doing, whatever training, and it's going to lead to other soldiers' deaths. So that one jab might have four deaths behind it. That's a win for the establishment for the elites. They went after our military, and they went after our, do- our doctors and our nurses, the people who protect us, the people who can heal us. That's what they went after first. We had Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Pete Chambers that came out uh, not too long ago, and he's, he talked about how many soldiers they have lost just in training due to the jab and he was told make sure that they take that jab don't just don't let them say no and he said he was never going to do that Uh, if it was their choice to leave the military because they didn't want to take it it was their choice and that he wasn't going to do anything that was going to cause anybody to get injured because he had already dealt with a bunch of people having heart attacks and strokes so And I think more people are going to be heated with this if more stuff gets reported. If people, if stuff gets reported about the military, you lose everything. Well, then you have the, the you have their pay. I mean, all of it's just a all of it. All of this is just to create a weak military. Because mm-hmm. they don't want they don't want that fight. They don't want to have these. You know, whatever whatever is going to happen. <laughs> They have to declare martial law, whatever. They don't want to have the military to be a f- at full strength. That's why he's been, he's been, you know, Biden's been poking and prodding it at Putin. I think he wants him to attack. I think he wants him to do something, kick something off. Because mm-hmm. he knows that our military is, is you know, our, our numbers are not what they normally are. I believe that we still have a fighting chance with what we still have, but we don't actually know what our real numbers are. Yeah, and I think the whole thing with Putin is he's too smart to fall for it because he's he's just like Trump. He knows what's at stake, who's behind it, and what they're trying to do to his country. So that's why I think Biden will try to bait him all he wants, but I think they're just going to have to pull off a uh, false flag operation and blame Russia for doing it. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. You, I don't know if you've seen, uh, I think it was Monday that Putin launched the brand new nuclear sub into the Atlantic. I didn't. 
Yeah, his brand new, uh, I can't remember, it's the Emperor something three. It's a new nuclear sub, and he has deployed it to go to the Atlantic. So that makes me just wonder if something's not going to happen and they're going to blame Russia on it because the sub's out in the Atlantic. I'll have to look into that because I hadn't I hadn't heard any of that. I was I've been I've been kind of invested in the in the Arctic and the new icebreakers that are coming out. They, there's a whole brand new fleet by all of all of these countries, and that space up north is is kind of the the territory that everybody's fighting over. Well, we know that there's lots of natural resource resources up there. And right now, money isn't tied to anything other than resources. So I believe that that's they're up there. They're fighting over that land because of the resources that are in the ground. So let me ask you guys this: What do you guys think about Antarctica? That's a whole. That's a whole treasure trove of information that is not out there for us to know what do, what do you believe about antarctica nikki let me ask you first what do, what do you believe about antarctica i want a polar bear <laughs> she wants a polar bear do we even know that there's polar bears down there i think polar bears are, yeah, are in the arctic there yeah they're up above not below don't kill my dreams they're there don't kill my I'm going to take a polar bear and, and a bison. That, the bison <laughs> are in Montana and Wyoming. Actually, I've got one down at the bottom of the hill. There's a farm down there of, of buffalo. You stop. I'm moving there. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. I want to see it. Renegade, what do you think about Antarctica? I think there's a lot of mystery to it. I think there's a lot of uh, military operations that go on down there. And I don't know, there's a video I've seen the other day about the islands of Antarctica are named Corona. I can't think of the first one, but it has to do with Corona. The second one is the oh, Omicron Island what? and the Delta Island. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That yeah, is, I, about I hadn't heard any of that. Yeah. There's three islands down there, and they're all named after what our fucking uh, pandemic's been named after. Wait, so there's a ninja one, too? No, there's no name ninja one. I don't think that one ever ca- that ever caught on. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, there was a lot that happened back for- during World War II with uh, <laughs> Hitler. Hitler had a base down there, um, stored a lot of the stolen artifacts down there. And I think our military and other militaries have, you know, bases and, and training that goes on down there. So I'm interested to see what kind of, what kind of things come out of it. Do you believe that the, that the, it is an ice wall that is down there? Like we know about the, the, the ice, we know about the land that we have seen in videos that we've seen in videos. We might not even know that that's actually Antarctica, but I I kind of believe that all of this COVID 
nonsense, this, or not COVID, I'm sorry, the, the climate change, the, the climate variance, the climate disruption, we got to have more funding for all of, all of this stuff that's going on. The ozone layer is going to collapse. Ted Turner says we're all going to burn alive by, you know, the year 2000. Al Gore says we're all going to freeze to death by the year 2000. You know, there was, there's never any true science behind it except for the science of we need your money. Maybe there, right. maybe all of this money is being sent down there to keep the wall afloat because they have to produce the ice. They have to produce whatever it is to keep this wall up to keep people out. And I'm kind of right on line with you that Hitler went down to Antarctica, you know, half of them, half of them went to Argentina, half of them went to Antarctica. And then from the research that I've done, you have these German soldiers who they left Antarctica and they were talking about some other stuff. They weren't talking about what they normally do you know, we're talking about, they were talking about other stuff that was going on down there. So there's something yeah. going on down there. We are being hidden from it because we can't even go there. We can't even, right. we can't even book a flight. We can't book a ship. We can't, we can't do that. You're met by the military when, as soon as you get down there. So there's something going yeah, on. I believe that there's an ice wall. I don't think we can get, we can get across there to find out what's going on. No, we won't. We won't ever know. And you know, there was a video that surfaced a few months ago of somebody trying to take a, a commercial boat out that way, and they were met by the military, and they were ran off. Or the helicopter that there. Uh, there's Black Hawk helicopters, and then there were two battleships that were down there. No, I, this is a different video. A different video of the helicopter that had breached the ice wall. And there's a landing pad, but I don't know. Like, you see the the landing pad, you see the warehouse that's there, and you see the door opening, and they keep zooming in on that door, like they blow up the image. But I can't tell what it is. I can't tell what they're what they're zooming in on to look at. Maybe it's an alien. I like bucket list. Maybe it's an alien. Maybe I mean, that's what the German soldiers were talking about. <clears throat> the German soldiers were talking yeah. about aliens down there. That would kind of make sense being at the bottom of the earth and, you know, them deploying whatever kind of technology, the AI technology, the actual alien technology that's been talked about. I don't know if you've ever heard of, uh, see John and Robert Lear that, did the Learjet? Um, I, I mean, obviously, I know the Learjets and, and all that, but what are you getting? Well, the guy that, that started Lear, he was considered a conspiracy theorist because he was actually the one that came up with Motorola communication for NASA. And he launched the very first telecommunication satellite, and he said that the reason why he was doing that, he created the Learjet and the communications, is because he actually made contact with aliens through Area 51, through our military. And he's got a whole shit ton of 
uh, journals and his son's been trying to carry on his legacy about how his dad was adamant that the U.S. military has had contact with aliens. That's without an Area 51 and all of our designs for all of our military stuff and all of our technology comes from the aliens. It's a very, very interesting uh, conversation that was, was had on a podcast. That That is interesting. That is and his dad, he said his dad swore and he, you know, he had been out to Area 51 several times um, that he has traveled to Ant- Antarctica with the military and that he's done a lot of stuff for NASA. So I, coming from a guy that was dealing with all that, I could, you know, venture to say that it's probably true. Label on a conspiracy theory. Do you remember when they were going to go storm Area 51? The people wanted answers. We want to know what that is. I was rooting them on. Go do it. Go do it. See how that works out for you. Let's just see. I mean, maybe you get in. Maybe some of you get in. But maybe it exposes something. I'm like, just do you do you, boo. Go for it. Let's see what happens. Right. If I was a soldier that was stationed out there, I would dress up like an alien and anal problem. (laughs) Oh, hell no. (laughs) What you get for coming in here, you little assholes? Leave, leave us alone. But what happens when you get confronted with, that's what I'm here for? Yeah. <laughs> and, well, they, they got a good time out of it then, I guess. Yeah. You're due. So, I, so I, talking I, about that, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I, I believe that there there's got to be something else out there. There's got to be some other form of life out there we just can't be the only ones in this, in this great galaxy or this, you know, if you go to the men in black movie, the, the, the bottle of, or the, the jar of marbles, you know, we, there's gotta be other forms of life that are out there somehow, somewhere. I, I don't know. You know, we always, the, the extraterrestrials, the, the, the green monster or the green aliens, the, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what they might already be here and they look just like us. They, they shape shift. I don't know, but I believe that there's got to be something else that that is out there for them not to, for there not to be. I think would be. I I just don't know if I could wrap my my brain around us being the only ones. Right, and then to quote Stephen Hawking, you'd be a fool not to think that there was no other kind of life form in this universe. That game didn't come from nowhere. I don't, so, I don't know uh, if I believe the flat earth. I don't, I don't, I don't no. think I buy into that. I don't, I don't, it's a nice argument, but I don't, I don't think I believe into that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just no solid evidence of it. I mean, there's a lot of talk, but not a lot of solid evidence. I wanted to ask you, what do you think about Project Bluebeam? Project Bluebeam, we know, well, we think we know, that it was a part of the 9-11. It's the only way to, it's the only way to prove that the planes went all the way through the buildings. Because we have video, we have video of them coming out the other side, and and it's just not 
feasible to do so. We know that we know that other things tied to 9/11 especially with the planes is not feasible. And and plot project blue beam along with what we know of 9/11 I think that's the only way to tie the two together. Yeah. And the reason why I brought up Project Bluebeam is because I didn't know if you've seen where there's a UFO above the Sapphire Gentlemen's Club out in Las Vegas a few weeks ago. Saw that. And everybody everybody went out there and they were shining the lights and there was a reflection. Then everybody started talking about Project Bluebeam. <clears throat> and it basically Project Bluebeam, the whole theory about it is that they were going to use these uh, really big uh, hallucinations or not hallucinations, uh, holograms to depict that we were going to be attacked by aliens or, you know, they were going to be angels falling from heaven and scaring everyone and actually, you know, having some kind of a missile attack behind it, that kind of a thing. So I thought it was pretty interesting with with the whole, uh, sighting of the UFO above the Sapphire Club. Also, another aspect of Project Bluebeam is is the voice. The voice. Um, how, what? How? How would you? How would you describe that? I can speak in front of you. You can see my mouth moving, but you hear it behind me from a distance. Voice yeah. m- manipulation of some sort. I, I don't know what what term to use for that, but. <laughs> They have also used that, and our military uses that over and over and over and over. Yes. And to back up just just a hair, uh, Putin's new uh, nuclear submarine, Emperor Alexander III, joins new fleet, heads to Atlantic. Four more nuclear-powered submarines to be built under current weapons program. Alexander III? Is it three like a number thing? <clears throat> that I don't know. I mean, I'm not big. I'm not big on the Q stuff. I mean, my mom follows Q, but I'm not. I don't know. I wouldn't say like I know a lot about it, but I want. I'm not. I think that they say that three is like a special number. I thought it was seventeen. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think Q's it's been awfully quiet here lately. <laughs> Yeah, their narrative's kind of falling apart. Yeah. It's I, just too many... I think when too many people get involved in something like that, everything just gets... becomes confusing. Well, there's no... There's nothing that's written out solid for sure, right? So then, like what you just said, once too many people get their hands in the cookie jar, cookies start crumbling because everybody's reaching <laughs> for the same cookie. Well, their narrative was was a solid cookie when it came out, but then everybody started taking their own little piece of it and their own little jab at it and, and, and trying to pull it this way because they wanted it to fit this narrative. And then it was being pulled back to fit this narrative. Eventually, that cookie starts crumbling a little bit. I, you know, just thinking about it, the, the last two or three weeks, I haven't seen anything about Q. I haven't seen anything from all of these Q creators, these content creators saying, <laughs> saying you've got to follow the plan. You've got to do this. So oh, there's a Q drop. 
I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, most of them are too busy uh, eating each other and drama over TikTok. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Un- unfortunately, be kind to people. <laughs> be kind to be people. Kind of- be a good person. Don't Nobody has to believe what you believe. You know, <clears throat> what happened to, hey, do your research. Don't be a trash human. Mm-hmm. I, I brought up, and I, I had brought up the, the new house majority at, and you know, we know what's going on trying to, trying to elect a new speaker to the house. Uh, Renegade, what do you want to see happen with this new Republican led house? What do you, what do you want? What do you want to come out of it? How, where do you want the direction of the house to go? Well, I'm pretty disappointed in a lot of the uh, people that are the the Republican leadership, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is continuing to push McCarthy, um, Lauren Boebert. uh, She was at the start. Now she's done changed her mind. If they're going to try and do this, they can't have McCarthy as the, the speaker. That just does not fit. He is, he's establishment. If you want to do things the way that Chip Roy's talking about and actually quit failing Americans and actually start listening and doing the things for America, he could be one that could be a speaker. I could see him easily being doing it, but he's going to butt a lot of damn heads. And then I like Byron Doug, uh, Donald. So I think he'd be a good one. And Love Cash him. Patel. Love him. Byron Donalds and Cass Patel, the, those other two, they're both young. They're, uh, they seem to want to do the right things for America and they say all the right things. Mm-hmm. Nikki, where do you want the house to go? What do you want to see come out of all of this? Um, I want to see, I would, I would like to see Byron uh, uh, Donald. I would, I would like to see him if anybody. You know, I do like Cash Patel. Don't get me wrong. Um, I like how he delivers certain messages. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I mean, I just, I just feel like there's what I think the biggest issue with the house is trying to get a, the messages across with each other. You know what I mean? And to the people, honestly, because they, they, it's almost like there's like this line right there between like messaging messages. And like and and like governing, you know what I mean. The problem is, and it's a they, game. Exactly. Like it's you, a game you'll today. never get a you'll never get Donaldson on there. You'll never get Cash out there as the Speaker of the House because they have not quote served their time enough to be able to put into that. You've got you've got Kevin McCarthy. He's been he's been bidding for this for the last what is it twenty five years. 20 years. I can't remember exactly how long he's been in there, but he's been 25 years. 20. I think it's 25 years. He's been, he's been pimping himself out to get to this position. One day this is going to happen. I'm going to make sure that I do what I need to do to not only keep getting reelected, but to be a part of all of these committees to make friends on both sides, to play the game. You've got guys who like chip Roy, who they're, they're going to stick a finger in your face and say, no, this is not right for the American people. 
one of two things is going to happen. He's either going to get voted out for somebody else that the establishment wants in, or he's just not going to be relevant. You and yeah. I are not, not who, who I was talking to somebody about, um, about Dan Crenshaw. That was Adam. Oh, Adam had him. Dan <clears throat> Crenshaw was a guy I was high on Adam, Adam underscore Paul. I'm sorry. I was high on Dan Crenshaw, said all the right things. He was military. He got in there and he was raising hell. And then all of a sudden he went quiet. He started voting along with everything that the Democrats wanted. He became part of the young leaders of the WEF. Where did the Dan Crenshaw go that I knew when he first got in to where he is today? Where did that guy go? And I think that's a lot of these, that a lot of these, these um, house, Republicans, along with the Senate Republicans, they just want to stay afloat. They don't know how to play that game yet, and that's where they get lost, and then they get they get uh, pushed a certain way. And I believe that's what happened to Dan Crenshaw. I want somebody not going to be pushed. Like you know how, like for instance, remember when they were trying to like uh, pin. You know, DeSantis and Trump against each other there for a second when they were doing that. It's because, yeah, they were they, they were trying to push that. Even in the news, they were trying to push that. So we know they were doing it for a reason. And I believe it's because, you know, they they, they know they can't get nowhere with Trump. Nowhere. You, you can't push nothing on that guy. But they don't know how far they can push DeSantis. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think this, I, they play the same game in this little political twist, too, with Congress. With, with Crenshaw, he just he turned into Benedict Arnold, and he, you know, pandered to the left and got, you know, the things he was wanting out of his whole ordeal, and he just sold us out. I mean, I was high on him in the very beginning as well because he is, you know, a veteran, and you know, from what we knew of him, he was a badass in the military, and then all of a sudden, you know, that all changed, and he started siding with the left even more. I do want to see them release the January 6th people. Yes. That's what I want. How they have because not been released by now is an absolute travesty. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. So, and everybody's like, okay, well, you know, it doesn't happen to the 6th. Okay, well, then I'm still, I'm going to be even louder about it. Because come the 6th, there's no, <clears throat> no on earth why they're not out. We know that this is bullshit. You know what I mean? And, it, and if Congress runs D.C., and there's no reason why, and if it's going to be the Speaker, there's no reason. We need a Speaker in there who's going to get them out because they protested for the right. Yeah, so I'm thing. Fighting this January 6th committee the whole freaking time. So you bet, what, what's that for? It better not be for show. Better not be playing with these people's futures in their time. Like, get them out. Well, and then you have to think about what Merrick Garland has done as he's went and he's basically made a Patriot Act part two to where you will be charged with seditious conspiracy or co uh, seditious conspiracy. And that's what they're still arresting people for now is they changed the law. They went through and now they're saying, well, you spent a hundred dollars to so-and-so that while they were up there during January 6th. So, now you are a co-seditious conspirator, so you're going to be charged for it now. Well, they're going after the Proud Boys right now. 
They're being, yeah, they're I being mean, pulled in front of that commission. That's what they did to uh, Enrique. He wasn't even in D.C. He was across the river in Arlington, Virginia on comms. And then they went and they picked him up because of seditious conspiracy. So they arrested him for that. We already know that they had federal agents embedded within the Proud Boys organization. This has already been proven. This whole thing, all it is doing is two things. It's it's taking it it's keeping the January sixth and President Trump fresh on your mind. If we continue mm-hmm. on with the story, all it keeps doing is pushing that agenda. It keeps that in their minds. Number two, somebody somewhere might say something that we can then go after President Trump for, and he has no way to defend himself for it. That is the only yeah. reason that this is still going on. We know that Ray Epps, who who not only organized orchestrated this whole goddamn thing, but the government knew about him and knows about him, and he was already spoke in front of Congress on November twenty uh, November of twenty one. This has already been done, and yet we're still being told we don't know who this guy is. Yeah, and then they turn around. He's been already about it as he was a FBI agent for nine years. Yeah, he did. And and the people in the crowd knew it. The people in the crowd mm-hmm. knew it and they called him out for it. They called it for it. Well. It's like Pelosi and uh, the whole ordeal with her that she was in communication with the feds and with Capitol Police and she, you know, taking away the chance to have the National Guard there when Trump was going to order it and she refused. Now, why isn't she going to be brought up? And I think that's why on her last day, she gave everybody in the house a raise. That's hush money. Exactly. It's hush money. So if she gets called before the committee or they arrest her, then nobody testify against me because I gave you a raise. Mm-hmm. And we know that calls had gone out from the Capitol building. We know exactly, this is what I don't understand, is we know exactly who they went. And I... I'm going to stop myself right there. They, these fuckers know exactly who made those calls because everything is recorded when it comes to our White House, our Capitol buildings, our federal buildings. Everything is recorded. Don't kid yourself that they you don't think that they are. So when they say that all of these calls went out to, they know exactly who they went out to in the crowd there at January 6th, but they just don't know who made the phone calls from inside the White House or the Capitol building. They know they, they should know exactly all they gotta do is pull up the tape. It's all documented. Why are we not pulling up the tape and say this was actually Nancy Pelosi calling Steve, you know, Steve Riegelman out there in the crowd? Mm-hmm. It should and Mike all Pence. be documented. And Mike Pence. Everybody keeps wanting to talk about how he is uh not involved in this. He was highly involved in this. He's next sell out. I believe Mike Pence was the one that was sitting there going, yep, yep, I agree, writing down notes. And then as soon as he could turn around, take a picture of his notes and send it off to whoever. Yep, that's why I'm Judas. Stab Trump right in the back. While he's looking at you, patting him on the other side. Good job, buddy. Good job, good job. Hope you got your nice bag of gold. 
I don't know when it when it comes to this government, they they do not care about the American people, and it's not. And notice, I'm not saying Republicans or Democrats. It's the establishment. There are no longer two parties. You're either patriots or traitors. Freedom Stick has been saying this for several months, or, you know, two years. I've said it several times on my podcast. I know you've said it renegade on your podcast the renegade rent podcast you can find on spotify google podcast anchor you all of us are saying there are no longer two parties it's traders and patriots and that's it okay and until the american people decide it's time to put a stop to this shit it's still going to continue to be that way we're all in the same fucking pot they're in their club, and we're in the fucking piss pot. It doesn't matter what you are, right, left, uh, constitutionalist, whatever. We're all getting shit and pissed on at the same time. Eventually, something is going to happen. Uh, something is going to break. And I believe that, it, going back to what I had said earlier about, they are doing things right in front of our face without them caring that they're doing it and we know that they're doing it on purpose they don't care if they get caught that's why that's why you know joe biden will do something or he'll say something or something happens and he's just sending all this money over to ukraine and all, all this stuff is being done right in front of us and then people are like why don't we stand up why don't we do something about it that's what he wants this administration wants that to happen and then they can declare martial law yeah. And it's not going to matter if it's a hundred of us, if it's a thousand of us. We need half the fucking country to bring hell with us as we go and and take our government back. That's what has to happen. But right now, in the situation that we're at, the climate we're at, people just don't want to be involved. They're happy with where they're at. Gas prices are down. What are you so angry for? Mm hmm. It's going to take all of us to take our government back. We have to get a new government in there because they are out of fucking control. The problem is That's I don't believe thing. that they're in control. They're being told from outside sources this global elitist group they're being they're being they're they're just pawns in that game. Yeah, we our government's been bought out and sold down the river years ago and I mean to me, it goes back to 1913 when we signed the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. That's when the politicians went away and the shadow government became the thing. That's why JFK was assassinated. Absolutely. Our, our, our mainstream media does not want to say a damn word about it. Yeah, why do you think they waited to release all these files way down the road when all the people from that era are dying or way too old to do anything about it? Yeah, somebody else was still alive. And I I, I kind of thought it was always Joe Biden. I thought Joe Biden had his hand had his hands in on that. But then the, the timeline doesn't really match up with with Joe so much, but somebody else was alive. Some, there was somebody who was going to be affected when they originally said, we're going to release the JFK files. And it wasn't yeah. or else they, they'd sent out this redacted bullshit and, and somebody, somebody was still alive. Somebody was going to be majorly effective. If it wasn't even the I'll queen of England. Uh, 
I'll tell you who it was. George H.W. Bush. Because just think about it. He was the uh, director of the FBI at the time. Well, if you go, I'm, I'm just kind of going through the timeline for my, my pause there. I mean, that, that does make sense. Think about, because just George uh, Bush, oh man, Bush just died not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it would make sense that they released it because it was like a year or two when he passed away. The Bush family has been complicit in fraud and corruption for going back to Prescott Bush. Prescott Bush, if people don't know, was the uh, president of the Union Bank in New York. He was funneling and laundering money for the Nazis. He was also funneling and laundering money for the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. And he got caught. So it goes all the way back to him. He died in uh, 2018, November 30th, 2018. And just think, and we're in 2022, so. But this, when they, didn't they, when they released it the first time, the, the, the redacted nonsense, that was still after 2018. I want to say that was in 2020, wasn't it? And then now we get the full release. We get the full release. It's so wild, though, because <clears throat> the president, how they're just associated with these deaths and all these bad things. <clears throat> I mean, you if you want to go down rabbit holes, have you guys downloaded that thing off of Roku yet? Yep. What do you, what I do you think? I'm, I haven't done it yet. I've been watching. I've I've been watching almost every day at, at least a documentary or two because I mean a lot of them I've already seen, but there's a lot of them that are on there that I didn't even know fucking existed. And the the information you get from this shit, it really burns a hole in you after you you watch it. Yeah, and I haven't because, I haven't had the time yet to to do so, and I'm I'm looking forward to doing it, but I haven't done it yet. I highly suggest you do because you will find new things you didn't even know existed. I don't know if my poor head can handle anymore. Well, I know. I mean, <laughs> I, my head was about to explode. That's why I'm limiting myself to like one a day. I got the thing of duct tape sitting right over there. I'm just ready to start wrapping it around my head, keep everything within. <laughs> right. <laughs> but why did, but why did, John, why, why did Kennedy the junior, the junior, why did he call Biden traitor? I want to know why. I've always wanted to know. Which one? The Robert Kennedy or are you <laughs> talking about JFK uh, junior? JFK Jr. Well, I mean, JFK Jr. has been dead for a while, but... Before that, though, when he called, he sent a letter to Biden, Joe Biden, and said, you're a traitor. Mm -hmm. I want to know why. 
I mean, we know he's a fucking traitor. He's been a fucking traitor for a long fucking time. But I want to know why he called him a traitor. And then died like a couple years later or whatever, right? Yeah, he died uh, in July of 99. But that was he was he was starting to expose stuff on the Clintons. Yeah, and he, so he I mean, sent Biden that letter. Very easily could have gotten some of that heat from 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 Junior. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it was. That's what I'm saying. Like so many things do connect dots. There are things that kind of like it's right there in our face, you know. But what? Like I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. It's so bad. If I could figure out one thing, I I want to know what that was. Well, if you know, then Hillary would have you knocked off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, Nikki. Right? My FBI guy Clinton. that's staring through the window right now, he's making a phone call, so just so you know. He's all like, here's looks nice from the front yard. <laughs> that's hilarious. You said that because today when I came home, there was a black Impala all blacked out windows and everything and said Kentucky official on the back on the plate. I was no like, way. Well, maybe they're investigating me again. <laughs> they, they, no, I fucking swear to God, dude, they are. They are. We're already on list. We are being watched. We are being followed. We're being monitored. It might not be in broad daylight, but fucking you just had it right there in front of your house. We're all being watched one way or the other. There's no way that we can't be. Yeah, I mean, I know for a fact I am, so. I've been tied to to one too many things for me not to be on a list. Well, let's, uh, we've been, we've been going at this for two hours. We are in the brand, in a brand new year, 2023. This will be the very first episode of my third season here on a little, little extra Lambo podcast. Nikki, what are your new year's resolutions going forward? Um, new year, same me, but, um, I just want to just continue to be a good person. That's all I want to continue. My Okay. I want. All right, I got it. New Year's resolution. I want to find every fucking patriot, every single one of them. Y'all know I've been trying. I keep getting taken down. But that is my New Year's. I want to find every patriot and every matrix that TikTok has before it does go down, if it goes down. I want to find them all. I want us all to find each other. Renegade? For me, it's... uh... New year, new uh, same me, but I want to be louder. Uh, I want to get this podcast out there. I want to be able to get it uh, to every available podcasting app that there is to get it out there and just continue to do what I do, speak out. What about you, Lambo? Um, I just had a conversation with 2A Patriot Mama. Now her name is two a Patriot mama underscore underscore because they just pulled her, her last account. She is joining a group called change unchained. And it's a, it's a, it's a veteran company that goes out. They, they find traf, child traffickers. They rescue children. They do everything that is meant to be the good of what we're supposed to do. She was with um, operation underground railroad. They've had, uh, 
they've had some some issues. We'll just we'll just call it that. There's a lot of disinformation when it comes to Operation Underground Railroad. I believe that they're they're still doing great things. I still believe in the in the mission that they're trying to do, but they're I've been told that they're getting very commercialized. So this group, Change Unchained, and you can find them on on TikTok. You can find them at their website of, of uh, www.changeunchanged.com or else on TikTok at, at Change Unchanged. And they are, a, they are a veteran group that is going, military veteran group that is going out to find children. And they're doing everything right. They just need the recognition. They've got sponsors. They can always use more. If you want to get involved with them, get onto their website. Help out how you can. My goal for this year is to help groups like this. I've been following 2A Patriot Mama for a long time um, since I've been on TikTok. I love what she does. I follow along with all of her accounts. And uh, I'm going to promote the shit out of this Change Unchained. And for, for them to get the, the notoriety, for them to get the help and the resources, resources that they need to find these children. So my goal is to help, is to help groups like this. My goal is to make a difference when it comes to getting the right information out there, waking people up, getting more people on our side, because when it comes time for us to have to raise arms, I want to be on the right side of history when we, when it comes to this. Absolutely. Let me know if you need any help. If you if you want my help with anything on it, just you you already know I'll help whatever. Yeah, when when anytime I put out a video because I'm gonna do more of these for them. Um, anytime I do that, just share it. Just grab it, share it, do whatever you got to do, duet it, and uh, I think we can make a a huge difference when it comes to this organization. Um, to a Patriot mama, she believes in them wholeheartedly. She knows the owners of this, of this organization. She is friends with them. And when it comes to helping El, you know, when it comes to finding these children, we know conservative, conservative aunt and to a Patriot mama, they're on the same page. They have a very wide following that reaches hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. And that, that is who they are, are attaching themselves to. So I'm going to use my platforms to um, bring the recognition to them as well. Same here. Well, I, wanna th- I, I just want to say thank you um, to the both of you for not only being friends. You know, we've, uh, we've, we've found each other on TikTok so through social media, we've found each other. We've had great talks. We have a we have a pretty pretty badass group that we're we're a part of. Um, I just wanted to say thank you to the both of you for for being a part of that for um, sharing my stuff. Every time I create a new account, uh, you guys help share that stuff for me and get the get my the counts back up. Um, thank you for coming on the show and and thank you for for being there for me and in, in my in my. Uh, new accounts and, and all that stuff. Thank yeah. you for saying with us. Thank you for being my family. My family. My family. I love you guys. Well, we love you too. For the Kentucky Renegade Patriot, the Renegades Rant Podcast, <laughs> for right. the Mini Hama. Is that what you are? <laughs> yeah. The Mini I'll be Hama. ninja again soon. Okay. For Nikki, for Kentucky Renegade Patriot, 
I am Lambo. This is a little extra Lambo podcast. Have a good night, y'all. Peace. Peace.